My name's Corwin. And I'm James. And thanks for watching and listening to this movie's game. Oh, Merry Pissmas. Oh, wait, Christmas shoot. That's edition. the other That's the other podcast. Corwin. Oh, hold on. I'm going to put on a tiara. I don't have a Christmas hat, so I'm going to put on my tiara that I wear during my streams. Nicole bought this. It's a golden Santa hat. It was for Pissmas. That's a thing we do on our, on Mostly Speaking Sentai. There's no time to explain. Uh, but it's golden. It's nice. And oh, wow, this this squishy ball on here feels very good when you squish it. Stop oh no! Squishing the squishy ball on. Oh top of no, your head. Nicole! I'm gonna have to cut this squishy ball off. It's gonna distract me. I have a wand. So we had a little um, Christmas thing last night with some of my friends, and I got a wand and a baby Yoda and a Canadian cookbook and a. Uh, Funko Pop figurine of Queen Elizabeth II. I understand all of these besides the Canadian cookbook. The person that gave it to me is Canadian, and he he knows I like cooking, so okay. he gave me a Canadian cookbook to cook Canadian food. I, what's a Canadian dish? Poutine. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess that you, the one <laughs> famous Canadian, that's the only one I'm aware of, at least. Baby Yoda. Corwin's Baby showing him off. I'm showing off Baby Yoda. He's partially uh, rainbow because uh, he's fading into my green screen. So besides that terrifying bit, he looks adorable. At first I was like, oh, Nicole's brother makes the rainbow Baby Yodas. But I was like, oh, no, this is a Funko Pop. Uh, No, 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 it's not a Funko Pop. Oh, I thought you said it was a Funko. Oh, no, No, that's of Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth II. The third. (laughs) Yeah, he, he sure 3D printed a rainbow baby Yoda. A rainbow baby Yoda. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. cool. Amazing. That sounds amazing. Also, I have soup. I think I talked about it. No, I talked about it before I went live. I have soup because I didn't finish eating my dinner. So Corwin will be eat it very quickly. Corwin will be eating soup during the record. I will. Slurp it up. And James can't stop me. I can't. He would stop me if I was there. I mean, I pro- as long as you didn't get soup on the windscreen, I probably wouldn't care. TC you really wouldn't. TC during a record for a Patreon podcast made dinner the entire hour we were recording. <laughs> and it was banging pat- pots and pans. He, with his hands, split butter in half. I was like, oh, why are you doing this to me? Wait, he did this at your house? No, no, no. This was at his oh. house. He d- he hates Angel, and that's what the podcast that B is about. He's like, the only way I can get through this podcast is just doing chores while I'm talking to you. So... Amazing. That's what he, I think he might like put together furniture next time. So I'll have a cooking on stream moment and I'll put together something next time we have this movie's gay. I'll just be like, the next movie that I hate, I'll just make cookies or something while we're. Guys, you heard that. We are doing yet again (laughs) bed and breakfast of (laughs) terror. No, we are not. I will not be watching that. It's not even. It's past Halloween, James. You can't make me. Uh, I mean, um, we'll still do it. But Corwin, speaking yes. of things you don't want to do, anyone who's watching live tonight, there is 
there's a bonus episode of This Movie's Gay in the podcast feed tonight. We're doing Christmas at Pee-wee's Playhouse. It Takes Two to Toku joined me. They're two wonderful people, and we had a great time talking about Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah, I refused to do it. I refused to do that episode. Uh, So I told James he had to get someone that identified as queer. um, And I got two. on the episode with him. And he got two people that identify that way who are longtime listeners and we love them. And yeah, I will not be listening. You're welcome. So I would like Nicole watched it along with me because every single night for the 25 days of Christmas, I've been watching. We've been watching a different Christmas special. However, I never got her opinion on it. Nicole, I she might be in the other room. Never mind. I Pee-wee, can't. Just Pee Wee Herman, like, nightmares. Gives me nightmares. So. I was warm watching it. I was like. I'm not watching. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back and listen to the. I, I might listen to the episode for It Takes Two to Go. But that's it. They, uh, I will hey, not be. They're in my camp, baby. I will not be watching. Camp Pee Wee. Um, <laughs> so we. I allowed James to do it as a bonus episode. He obviously didn't stream it uh, on Twitch, so it's not on Twitch, but it is in our podcast feed. Corwin, speaking of of Twitch, I've been, I've mind blown. I just, the things I've realized I should be doing on Twitch. One, yes. I, I got high a few days ago and watched okay. Meet the Deedles. You, it's an amazing I know, movie. You talked about it. I was literally listening. Oh, you were? Yeah, James, I lurk on your streams all the fucking time. I was going to say I was coming down from being high, so I might not have remembered you being there. Uh, no. I, I'm i just, I'm, con- James, I support you. I'm constantly yes. in your stream. Same. I have so many, like, what What are those things I get from, I can spend them? Channel points. Is that Channel it? Channel points. Okay, yeah. I have so you many. You can spend them now if you want. Just tell me to take off my glasses for five minutes or something. No. I don't know. That's a distraction. This is a podcast, bro. We don't need <laughs> something. Me! We don't need a no. gimmick to make um, this more difficult. Uh, but James, guys, middle name is difficult. Let's let's be real. Watch it's Kingdom Hearts. It's me starting Kingdom Hearts. It's so and so many people were watching. I was like, wow, should I just get high, watch a movie, then try to recant the plot? On a stream, that seems successful, but... It sounded like a fever dream, honestly, the movie did. It's bonkers. If you guys have Disney+, Plus, please watch Meet the Deedles. But a couple nights ago, Nicole and I did our second annual call-in show, where we... This year, we were able to do it on Twitch. We just... We said, hey, here's our phone number, call in, and we will field as many calls as we can get. It was very fun. And then I realized that's what I should be doing on streams. I'm playing a game, answering calls, and that's what it is. Yes. Thoughts? Yes. I mean, I that's that's a good idea. That's yes. something you like to do, so do it. Yes. Um, the but king like, of also Twitch. pay attention to your chat, James. Jesus. I do, except when I'm Sometimes doing a podcast, don't. then I uh, don't. I know it's not when you're doing a podcast. There have been times where I've seen y'all playing and I've seen like someone talking and you just like don't see it for a while. Yeah, because <laughs> we're one playing and I can't just, uh, th- how our setup is set up 
it is I have a very small screen that has the chat on it. I have bad eyes. I don't have health insurance. I don't have optical insurance. I can't get a new prescription to get new glasses. So I'll have these for probably another three years. And then my focus is on here. So especially if we're playing like Mario Party, you better believe I'm focused. I'm lasered in so I can make sure I get bonus stars to beat Nicole every (laughs) single time. (laughs) James is like, beating Nicole is more important than reading my chat. I don't know. That's why James misses when I'm in his chat, because he just doesn't see it, because he's focused on Mario Party. Uh, And then he, like, I'll hear it, like, 20 minutes later, and it's like, oh, Corwin was here! I'm like, yeah, I was. Uh, So, uh, there have been times, every single time we've streamed Mario Party, I've won because of bonus stars. And Nicole has now just... It is his like hysterical mad in the sense that like it's so funny that this keeps happening. And I'm like, I'm not like I just that's how I play the game. Just make sure Nicole's you get it. gonna take the game, whatever you have it on, and she's gonna just beat the shit out of it with a bat or something. I mean, they're day. always they're her game, so she's not she's gonna, gonna do that. The, she's gonna do it. She's gonna I would pay to see it. She's going to get um, a pinata of like Dora the Explorer because that's the typical like humanoid pinata. And then Is she, she will put your face on it? she'll put my face on it or put the uh, oh, it's not in frame. The baby Sinclair mask that we have and then say, I know that's the representation of you, James, and just beat the shit out of it because I'm not the mama. It is in frame. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. It, I need to see both the recording program and that, so I have that moved all the way over. So I thought it wasn't in frame. Like this is no, this is how far I can see. I got one more thing to talk about before we okay. get in. Uh, I finally put out the first cold brewing episode. Oh, you did? Yeah, how we did we cold brewed. Oh, actually, I know you talked about it in your on stream, right? And no, I think I heard you. No, not yet. Or you talked about. I feel like you. Talk, oh, y'all were drinking cold brew during piss. Yeah. That's what it was. And it that ruined I me. Like, I know you've been talking about cold brew. I've heard you talking about fucking cold brew. So uh, longtime listeners of this show will know that I always wanted to cold brew different liquids, meaning take that cough, that bag of coffee, put it in different liquids and see how it tastes. I did eggnog. It turned out it didn't become like, oh my God, I'm jittery and I'm great. But it, it's just eggnog with a nice flavoring of coffee. It's so thick. You know what that's called, James? What? Cold brewed eggnog? Oh, oh, I called no, it um, brew nogs. Like no. brew dogs. When you do that, it's just infusing things. It's, it's cold brewing, baby. It's infusing. I'm cold okay. brewing different liquids. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your cold brew process. And Nicole and even enjoyed it. Next time we're doing coffee creamer, cutting out the middleman. But you can watch those videos on the, the Mostly Speaking Sentize. No, the middleman is, uh, yeah. Uh, no, the middleman <laughs> yes. is brewing coffee. So You said cutting out the middleman. The yeah. middleman there is water. Yeah, technically. But, I mean, it's specifically... Uh, brewing of the coffee so what you can do is hey i don't have time to brew i i slept in as nicole always does so she can just plop some uh water 
in the microwave, heat that up, pour the cold brew creamer in. Oh, man, she's up and livid right now. <laughs> James. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad you got that done, and I'm Ch- glad you are enjoying this process of infusing things with coffee. And, <laughs> and so this week's movie, uh, now that we're, you know, however long in, was Happiest Season. Uh, we have Janene in chat who has watched the movie instead of, you know, having a guest. We luckily have someone that with us that has watched the movie. Yeah. Because originally my... One of my roommates forced me to watch this movie with her. Didn't force. I wanted to. And I was like, you've got to be on the podcast. You've, you've got to be on it. And she refused. So, yeah, that's that's that. I thought we were having another streamer. So I was well, I could have asked Nicole. She might have done it. That's eh, fine. So the movie, James, can you give us a quick synopsis? Yeah. Hey, have you guys watched any of the other holiday movies that we've watched on this stream? It's the same exact plot, just they have siblings now. I feel like that's a stretch, but okay. No, 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 no. Corwin, I wrote down before we started watching, I wrote down the plot of the movie and I got all of them correct. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, these are the movies. The only thing that threw me off was... The other sisters, it's the siblings. That's what threw me off. Uh, let me do the plot real quick. Yeah. Two people, they're in love. Kristen Stewart, she's not really into Christmas, but other person, I don't Harper. remember. Harper. Okay, so we have Kristen Stewart, we have Harper. Harper's like, oh, I wish you could come visit my family. And then in the morning after they do a little B&E, they, uh, she's like, Bacon oh. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> They say, oh, I'm coming to your family. So they go to the family and, uh-oh, she actually isn't out to her parents. And then tension starts to build, like in uh, quite a bit of the movies we've seen on this show that take place around Thanksgiving or Christmas. And then she tells – that, like, they find out and – but too late, uh, Kristen Stewart says, because Kristen Stewart's like, I'm out. I can't do this for you anymore, especially because we were almost to your parents' house. And then you told me that you weren't out instead of saying, oh, you actually want to come? Let me fill you in before you make a commitment here. And speaking of commitment, she's got that ring because she's going to propose. And that's the plot. OK, this movie I've seen it twice now. Has a lot. There's a lot of discussion around the movie, and Clea Duvall is happy that discussion is happening around the movie. So this is Clea Duvall's first movie that she's directed, and she co-wrote it with uh, Mary Clay, Holland, who played Jane, God, the youngest she's so sibling. Fucking funny. Okay, I have a lot of problems with the movie. I just have one. I mean, technically, I didn't two. Like it that much. I mean, I want to like it because I absolutely love everyone in the cast. Yeah. But I didn't like the movie that much. <laughs> I think I only didn't like it because the issues people have brought to, like, hey, this is the issue with this movie, were glaring because someone had already told me that. And that is the two main characters, their chemistry just d- don't – they don't feel like they're actually in love. It's because – okay, so the thing with this movie is – is that you've got all these great actors and actresses playing stock characters and they have no charm behind them. They've got nothing. There's, there's just surface level stock character 
and there's nothing pulling you into them. Like the family, the family sucks. No oh, yes. one in that family. Oh, oh, hold no on. one in that family. Hold is on. Nice. Hold. Except for Jane. Yes. Okay. I will defend Jane. They Jane were is so, the only one. They were so that mean. is redeemable. Everyone else sucks. And we find out why she doesn't suck in that. Like at the end, we find out. So the other two sisters, Allison Bree and uh, Harper, they are so they're fighting for their parents' love. And yeah. but Jane is it? She's great. She's not doing. She's doing her own thing. Her parents gave up on her. And so here's here's she's why. She's not having to like fight for them. She isn't bad because we gave up on her when she wouldn't quit biting in preschool. And I thought that was yep. a funny line, but after we we giggled about it, Nicole said, "Wow, that's real young preschool. They gave up on her that early." They were so mean to her the whole time. Yeah. And then we're supposed to expect the family to be like Oh, we're supporting this new gay marriage and everything, and it's so good for our family. When the family has sucked the whole time. Mm -hmm. The family sucked their entire lives. Yeah. I, the family's not redeemable. There's no redemption there. There was no redemption arc. There was just, a, oh, we've accepted him at the end, and oh, I want to do karate. Um, and Victor Garber is like, oh, I don't want to accept your money because I want my daughter to be who she is. Your daughter sucks, too. I think it wasn't accepting money. I Wasn't that a campaign person? No, it was accepting money. It was a big donor. Oh, oh, I thought that was, you know, in uh, Parks and Rec when... Yeah, Jen Barkley. Yeah, that's yeah, why... Jen Barkley. I thought it was that um, kind of person. No. They look similar. It's not even the same actress. Oh, no, no. I know, I know that. I just thought it was that, uh, that occupation. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it's a campaign manager? It was... Campaign manager is okay. what you're thinking of. But no, it was literally a donor. She she had money. Corwin, I almost I, I started tearing up in this movie. I did not. When do you think I started I tearing up? I was yelling at the screen the whole time. You started tearing up. I can't think of a time you would start tearing up. Uh, when Jan's huge painting. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jane's painting. Yeah. Got ruined. And yeah. I like and she's like that sp I spent a hundred hours on that and you guys think it was nothing like you think I'm nothing and I felt that because she's been so fucking nice I was like I wish I had a they brushed that whole moment off yeah it's they brushed it she she her painting was ruined she had this big moment and then, like, Victor Garber's getting on to the, the girls about fighting, and they're like, not you, Jane. We know you just wanted to feel included. And, and it's like, y'all just, y'all, you're not going to address that Harper, in a fit of rage, after the fighting, after everything's been spoiled, after the fighting's all done, every, Kristen Stewart has already left, grabs the painting, and then smashes it. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, it's... And we expect to go from that moment... And have that character who we have seen, we haven't seen her be charming. We haven't seen her do mm -hmm, anything mm -hmm. nice throughout the whole fucking movie. We expect her to end up with Kristen Stewart at the end. And not Riley? Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Also, the the Dan Levy speech after Kristen Stewart leaves of talking like, hey, how was it when you came out to your parents? Okay, well, this is how it, how I came, what happened when I came out to my parents. That was very forced. Oh, you, I thought it was like, I mean. No. Any, okay, I, I literally live with the epitome of, of 
of Dan Levy. Like, Dan Levy in Schitt's Creek and this, like, I, I live with Ryan, who is basically that same person. Wait, what? Dan Levy, really, in that situation, would have shown up at the door, which he did, been like, get your things, we're leaving. Okay, okay. And there wouldn't have been any staying. It would have been, we're gone. Mm -hmm. There would have been no stopping at a gas station later. The snacks would have already been in the car. My roommate pointed out last night when we watched it that this is a movie that would be a great movie 10 years ago. It's another situation where we're seeing one of these where it's like, yes, this is progressive and great, and it's got all these major stars in it. Would have been great 10 years ago. Yeah, and my point being is, like, even though we've seen this, and unfortunately we have seen this, but other people aren't going to see what we see because it's been... They're either indie or they've been buried because of the content when they were released. So, like... It's good that this was made for a wider audience to see, but it should have been done better. It should have definitely been done better. Like, even going to the coming out scene, like, that in itself was a very traumatic scene. Yeah. It's a very traumatic thing. And seeing the reaction of that, I it doesn't sit right with me and I haven't been able to process why the whole thing doesn't sit right with me. Um, I mean, part of it's probably Harper smashing Jane's painting, breaking other people's things. And then when we had her denying that she was gay and Kristen Stewart leaving and the whole party leaving. And then later when uh, Alison Brie's character was being confronted about lying, that's when Harper is finally like, Oh, no, she wasn't lying when it's just her and her family. Like, okay, I get not wanting to accept yourself in front of everybody. That's very traumatic. It's a very traumatic moment. And yes, but even Dan Levy's speech about, you know, maybe Harper's just not ready for this. Maybe she's not ready now. Maybe she'll be ready later. Okay, I accept that. Harper and Kristen Stewart shouldn't have gone back together. I all there's also not a... not then and definitely not six months later or a year later or whatever the fuck it was with them like married or engaged like no there's also one huge glaring issue in that like that ending scene we we find out that Riley Aubrey Plaza's character the same thing happened to her. The same her. thing happened to her. She should not have come up and said like, hey, how you feeling? Shake my hand. It should have been a middle finger and then leave. No, that's all that's, that should have okay. been. No, but that that adds that adds more reason why Kristen Stewart should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza's character. Because yeah. Aubrey oh my. Plaza, literally, she went through the same situation. She grew from it. She went up to Harper and was like, how you doing? I can empathize with you because I went through the same. Yeah. You put me through that same situation. And the, I don't even remember if she apologized. I think she did. No, she didn't apologize to her. She talked about doing it later to someone else. But like, there's, there, she, there's no like comeuppance for Harper's character. There's no charm for Harper, Harper's character. So why, why do, why are we supposed to support her? I, I don't know. And it would have been a great, like, r from a writing standpoint to make, uh, Riley and Kristen Stewart to get together because when Riley walks up when she's like drinking the mug at that benefit thing, 
she's like, hey, she even says like, hey, I've been where you are. Yeah. And like then they get that friendship. And then even if it's not like a right away, we get the one year later and they're together. That would have you would have been like, yes, that's the that's the good thing to happen. Everyone, everyone's mad at Harper's character. I, I haven't found a single person. I mean, they probably exist. I haven't found a single person that's like, oh, yeah, Harper. Great. Um, because there was no, we didn't see anything of good from Harper. Yeah. The only thing we saw was the very beginning when they were being cutesy and we saw these little clip it clips of like, you know, them cooking in the kitchen with Dan Levy and like all these other things. But we didn't see, we didn't see any action. We didn't see anything like that. We saw Harper being like, I, I hate that you don't like Christmas. Come home with me. Knowing that she had lied already about mm-hmm. being out and then being like, oh, you know, maybe you don't want to go. You've got all the pets. And then not doing anything to not being like, okay, that morning, the morning after where she was like regretting her decision, that would have been the time to be like, okay, look, I'm not out. My father has this big donor coming. I can't come out right now. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever her excuses are, there would have been a good time to sit her down and say that. And Kristen Stewart should have had that moment to be able to be like, okay, I still want to go or I don't. Mm-hmm. Not... They're already halfway there. Yeah. I looked it up based on the Uber price. They were like 150 miles away. Um, so already halfway to her parents' house and being like, oh, I'm not out. And you're going to have to be in the closet for five days, which is a lot. And especially how like nitpicky the mom is, how uh, there's no privacy. There's... Like, that family talked down to Kristen Stewart, like, the whole fucking time. Kept calling um, her an orphan. Which, kept like, calling her an orphan, which is fucking weird. Um, when done right, it was funny. That's one thing I did enjoy about this movie, is especially with Mary Holland's character, uh, Jan, I... Jane. How am I... Jan... Eh, eh. No, it's, it's, it's Jan. Jan. No, it's, it's J-A-N. Jane. Hold on. It's J-A-N-E. It's Jane. She treated Kristen like shit and everything ended up perfect. Yeah, I don't, I, because that promotes, like, there's already an issue in the LGBT community. I'll, I'll I talk thought, about it, I, I even made it's a, Jane. I put down Jan because, like, that's insane. Like, no, I wrote down Jane at Jan. first and then, because it's I first Jane, thought it was Jean. And then I was like, it's oh, Jane. It's, it's Jane. And then I was like, nope, that's not how you spell Jan. And then I crossed that out and kept hearing Jan. It's, Fucking Jane. Dang, that's that's odd. Jane. Jane was the only redeeming character. The mom sucked. The dad sucked. Yeah. The sister sucked. Yeah. Harper sucked. Yeah. Why is Kristen Stewart there? Well, I mean, like, uh, Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy, they they were- They were great. Yeah. Love them. And, uh, dude, Lauren Lapkus and Timothy Simmons as the security guards, I wish that scene was- at least twice as long. It was very funny. I hated that. Oh, what? You hate fun. I don't hate fun. You hate so, it. <laughs> the other thing about the coming out scene that didn't feel right with me is them having this big charge up where they're like fighting each other. And you're like, yes, I see, you know, this happens in holiday movies where siblings don't get along. They're fighting each other before a big explosion, whatever. You don't do a coming out. Or an outing on that. That makes that whole scene not funny at all. There's no comedy there. I didn't think any of that. 
besides the awful the husband saying like oh i i would not get involved in this i thought that was like acted funny but everything else was it i was, was like what? it was cringy because i was like there's yeah. so many people in the other room there how do they not already hear you they're and speaking about and and on top of that whenever you know uh harper finally comes out to her parents and it's like, no, you know, uh, what's her face? Allison Brie wasn't lying. And the parents look so disappointed. Why does Allison Brie's character have to be like, I'm getting a divorce to like take some of the weight off of Harper? I think why is why is the coming out a bad thing? And that's what the taking weight off. That's what that's what that revelation and doing that. That's what it makes it seem like. It makes it seem like her coming out is a disappointment to them. And it's bad. And like you have the family immediately accept them. Immediately. No, there uh, no no no. The father waited a night. The father waited a night, but hey, that's that's better than uh Dan Levy's. And that's after like Harper had gone. Yeah, Harper waited for her family to accept her to go back and get Kristen Stewart, and she's like, I don't care what they think. It's like, uh I'm you do. Love. You waited the whole fucking time yeah. before you went and got her. Just because like so Lies. I, I don't understand because there is a, a a clear switch that happens. They they are in love with each other, seemingly in love with each other. We're told we're, they're in love up until they go to the bar or something, and it's like a, an immediate oh, just switch yeah, is too. just flipped, and she turns into like a teenager of saying, "Uh, what? Where was it? Where was it? Let me." Oh, that. Um, made me so she was angry. Like, I'm feeling suffocated. You're keeping tabs on me. I need some space. There's three fucking floors in between of you. This for three days now. You guys she have spent the entire night with her friends and her ex-boyfriend. And then as immediately like the the thing that got me was Kristen Stewart texting me like I just want to make sure you get home safe. Text me blah blah blah. Love you. Good night. And her being like home safe night. Yeah. There's no justification for her acting that way unless no. you want to say like, oh, she's reverting back to what she her place in the family. However, that it that would make more sense. Uh, there's some horror movies that do that well of showing like, oh, you like this is my role as the family. So when I go back, that's what I become. We fall into these uh, these ruts that we live in yeah like when allison Bree's character shows up she's just like a straight up bitch to the whole time and and harper's a bitch to her too and they're like, not nice to each other and like i get when you have these movies with the siblings that you know they're fighting for the parents love and stuff usually like there can be that fighting and stuff but there's not like there's still some camaraderie there there's not that just complete animosity for each other and then complete animosity for their other sibling that isn't included in this fighting for the love thing. It's none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. None of it adds anything to their characters. None of it gives them any charm. Like you see movies like, what was it? Uh, the movie with um, Will Ferrell at Step Brothers or whatever, where they're like fighting and like, yes, we're seeing that trope of these siblings fighting and like, ice skating and trying to beat each other and all that we've got this sibling rivalry trope going here but it's elevated to being just hateful and mean and so 
it would have been better. Like it took until the end of the movie that I realized maybe that it's because I just wasn't watching this movie properly that they're doing this for to like make the family proud and fighting for the affection of this father. I don't know if that's because I just missed that, but it wasn't like solidified. You definitely missed it because that was established in the beginning when they were like, uh, Harper, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, when they talked about Alison Bree's character and being like, yeah, and she dropped out of school. So now she's making gift baskets. Oh yeah. Maybe I was just too enamored Um, by Mary Holland in that scene. They have those subtle jabs at, at Alison Bree's character. So we're like, okay, I can understand why she's bitchy, but then you've got weird scenes like when she goes up and gets food at the little uh, table with the hors d'oeuvres uh, at that big party uh, with Kristen Stewart. And she's having a conversation with Kristen Stewart and she just goes, I'm bored of this conversation and walks away. The, what the fuck? Yeah. And when you touched on like, it, the it, it seems like she was going there to be like, OK, what are the details of your arrangement with my sister? Like, it looks like she's trying to get some tea or something. Mm-hmm. And 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 she it's very close to her getting like some secrets. And yeah. instead, she's just like, I'm bored of this and then walks away. What? Yeah, she just that makes no goddamn. Yeah, sense. that did. Uh, but I, I mean, like that kind of shows like they she truly does not care which and and you you started touching on it as a person who is in a family of three children nicole is uh i think you are or don't you have yeah a total there is never it's never sectioned off into three individuals there is always unless it's hey we're we all love each other those were those children are weird it's always like a coupling of two and then the one who's like kind of the outcast. It's never yeah. – th- there's never this situation where they all are hating each other. I mean Jane doesn't hate anybody. Yeah. I mean like I guess like – but but Jane is still the outcast. There's, Jane, it, yeah, I mean Jane all is three of them complete, are – complete outcast from everybody. Yeah. But yeah, that and that's the thing. Like, it, we needed more of the beginning. We needed more of Kristen Stewart and uh, Harper's relationship to like build a strong foundation of us liking Harper. But instead, it went right into the family, and it went right into Harper, Harper's family treating uh, Abby like uh, Kristen Stewart like shit. And then Harper, we have the the story about Harper and Connor staying at the cabin together when they both had chicken pox and all that. And, uh, Chris Stewart being like, you told me that story, but you didn't tell me that whole story. And her being like, Oh, I just didn't think it was important. Um, and like weird bits like that, that were like bits where it's like, Oh, Harper doesn't really tell the truth. Doesn't tell the whole truth. Um, especially knowing that Harper lied about coming out over the summer with their parents. Which, like, why? Why do that? Why lie? Why lie? Yeah. And then the thing with Riley, uh, them being like, oh, the ex. And then, and then Krista Stewart having to find out from Riley that Harper outed her mm-hmm. to everyone after they were in a relationship together. It, like, I, I don't, there's, there was nothing there to make me like Harper's character. Mm-hmm. There was nothing there to make me like the mom. There was nothing there to make me like the dad. There was nothing there to make me like Allison Bree. So when you've got two characters that you hate fighting each other, who cares? Yeah. I don't want to see this. So, um, 
with the boyfriend, Nicole, you know Chekhov's gun, correct? Yeah. So I will say that, like, Chekhov's insert this. Oh, that is the, like, hey, Chekhov. I Chekhov's. always say Chekhov. I, yeah, I do, too. I... We were watching Anna and the Apocalypse, and in the movie, Nicole goes, Chekhov star. And I was like, oh, that, yes, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. That spoilers for Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, that is going to murder the, the headmaster. Absolutely. That will lead to his death. In this, I go, Chekhov's lock. And then we start laughing. Oh, yeah, I said the same. I, she was like, the door doesn't lock, blah, blah, blah. And I went, Chekhov's doorknob. <laughs> but I knew because because there are siblings in this, I was like, it's not yeah. going to be one of the parents. It will be one of the siblings who see it. Yeah. And then I went, when they brought up the boyfriend, I went, or I think maybe Nicole said it, Chekhov's boyfriend. Yeah. Because we knew the boyfriend would be introduced and uh, throw it. Like, and oh, that yeah. shit needed to get out of here. Who cares? that you're hanging out with your high school friends like uh, okay yeah I don't think Kristen Stewart cared about her hanging out with her high school friends she just didn't want to she went there and at the bar and was ignored and like I get that I I have incidentally done that with friends where I haven't given them as much attention when I'm bringing them somewhere with like old friends like that has happened that happens to everybody but and Kristen Stewart's like okay I'm gonna go home and she wants to say totally fine text don't be a dick so hey guys if you're in a slightly not great relationship like oh man you, and you're the one who's like man it is time to go home from this party or this club or whatever and or bar but you know that your spouse hates it when you say, hey, let's go home early because they're like, oh, you just don't like fun, you know, kind of like Corwin. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm joking about that. Corwin likes fun. Here are some ways. Luckily, I'm not in a relationship like that anymore. But here are some ways that I found to make sure that you're not in that situation where you're you're just the the fun wrecker. Say like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Hey, you got some podcasts in your ear. Just stay in the bathroom for a little bit. Stay in a stall. You're great. If you're in a city, say like, hey, the bar food here or like whatever food is here or hopefully they don't have food. Or if you're at a house party, this is great. Say like, hey, I'm going to go pick up some McDonald's. Then, hey, you're shredding off time, shedding it off. You're great. You don't need to worry. Or, you're doing something that's taking up time. Or James. What's James, up? the best way is just do what Kristen Stewart did. Hey, I'm kind of done with this. I'd like to go home. So I'm going to go home. Oh, I thought Would you were going like to say. Come? No, no. Okay, great. Have fun with your friends. I'm going to go home. Have a good time. Like, that's fine. That's totally a rational thing to do. It is totally fine if you're tired or hungry or whatever to leave an event that your partner is at if they're fine. Like, if they're in a safe place, if they're with their friends, cool. Like, you can leave. You can do separate things. You don't have to be together. You can do separate things. You can go home. They can stay. They can come back home later and not be a dick. As someone who is guilted uh, into not doing that, hey guys, uh, I got some stuff. But I thought you were don't, going to say, don't uh, don't feel, you don't feel guilty if you're being guilted about something like that. Guilted, you're not stilted. in a good relationship. I know I wasn't in hindsight. I know if it's a different situation. If like you know there are some extenuating circumstances. If you're at like a party with all of your friends and they're not 
the friends and they kind of want to stay and ha- cuz they're having fun and bonding and stuff, then maybe you should stay a little bit because they're your friends. But if it's like, you know, a separate thing, you can, you can go home. You can go home. But I I thought you were going to say, "Hey, do what Kristen Stewart did and hang out with the voice of Grumpy Cat." <laughs> well, she did that before the friends thing. Which she was, Harper was getting jealous about that too. And Which is so oh, dumb. there was another thing when they were in the restaurant and they were talking about Riley. They were like, "Oh, there's Riley's family, uh, her lifestyle." Yeah, just like the slightly homophobic remarks that just don't get addressed. And the I'm like, okay, his speech was also he's like the family values and family tradition. Uh, yeah. Make sure there's not cracks in society. That came off as as the same way as well. And it's like, you've got these subtle homophobic remarks, and they're not remarked upon at all. No one's like, hey, I mean, she's doing great. That Or it's not a lifestyle. It's, you know, people are gay. Um, or things like that. Like, there's no rebuttal to, to them being like, let me be homophobic. It's also never called back when she does come out. She should have said, like, I didn't think you guys would accept me because of these things you said yeah. within the movie. Perfect. That also could have happened. Did not. There was no, there was no, there was nothing. There was, you know, we all have like things like I wanted to take karate, but that's not becoming of a mayor's wife. Yeah. The fuck? Corwin, we we got, I think we got to start wrapping up. Let me find. We do. We're very, we're, we, and you talked about us never talking about the movies. We do sometimes. I am going to, hey, guys. I absolutely recommend this movie. I think Mary Holland's performance alone, watch this movie. She's great. I love her in everything I've seen her in. Uh, Wild Horses is her improv group with other great comedians. You can listen to that podcast. I think where podcasts are found or I think it's on Stitcher. But I think she's great. Nicole also loved the movie, but talking about all these points and we got i think this is the most heated we've ever gotten on a show about a movie so i everyone should watch the movie just because i would like more queer film to be made but be aware that it has problems Mm -hmm. there's also we didn't even touch that it doesn't really have people of color in it as well Uh, let me let me get some of my favorite quotes uh mary holland said uh she was like running and excited and the mom says settle down and she goes I am settled. Uh clearly not though. And then we find out why the door in the basement. We find out that they're like oh g- go in Jane's old room. It's in the basement and Jane says, "Oh, I used to have night terrors as a kid and they put me down here so I wouldn't interrupt other people." Mhm. And they f- then say like, oh, we didn't we didn't have uh, this was kind of a nice thing that they did for Jan. Jane. Jan- Jesus. Oh, my, I thought I was saying it right that time. Jane as a so like James, but with an N and minus the S. Correct. Jane. There's no lock on the door because Jane was afraid they would lock her in. Wait, no, that's also, no, that's fucked up now that I say it out it's loud. It's so fucked up. All of it's <laughs> fucked up. It's so, they are, they, let's, let's just be uh, curtain honest. That family is abusive. Harper shows signs of being abusive. 
Uh, they're done. I'm done with them. Let me Harper, see. Harper should be gone. It should be Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza. That's who it should be. Abusive family. No excuses. They don't. They just brush off their terrible behavior, and it's a happily ever... You expect me to be a happily ever after? No. What's going to happen, you know, in a year after the ending of the movie is that Kristen Stewart's going to end up needing to be saved by Dan Levy's character because Harper is an abusive bitch. That's what's going to happen. Another funny thing, they're driving to the skating rink, and in the car, they're all jam-packed in, and... Mary Holland is like in the middle and she goes, oh, are you guys comfortable? Because I can make myself real small. I thought that was very funny and cute. And I like that she was a fantasy writer. And this is the only thing I didn't call. But it's like, well, obviously, I didn't think that Dan Levy and her would like have a working relationship because like he says, oh, I represent authors. She's an that author. That was one of the few things I call I called because Dan Levy was Dan Levy said, I can represent, you know, if I can represent blah, blah, blah authors, I can take care of a few pets for a couple days. And I was like, I was like, oh, so he's a publisher or whatever, or uh, an agent or something. Uh, and then she, as soon as she started talking about her book and like explaining it, I was like, that's going to happen. And it did. I was so happy. I was happy that happened because Jane deserves it. Um, but Jane also needs to get out of her family. She yeah. needs to be gone. She needs to, she needs to abandon them. It was very cute when the dad, the, not when the dad, like what the dad says is not cute. He's like, oh, I sunk all of the savings into it. And they're like, you didn't need to do that. You, we were proud of you. This is what he should have been saying to them. But Mary Holland, J- Jane, says, oh, you don't need to worry about the money. Once I sell my book, we'll be set. And I just thought it was so cute. She is the saving grace for, like, she outshines everyone. Yes. Which... The family's still awful. She, it's like, oh, I wrote this character for me. Yeah. I, so much. And even uh, the sister, Alison Brie, meeting Kristen Stewart's character and just not acknowledging her. And then we immediately get Harper and her fighting or being, like, super fucking rude. We get it if one of them's being rude and the other one's being like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's that's fine. But both of them, like, fighting each other. And even Kristen Stewart points it out. And she's like, I don't even know her anymore for, like, acting like that. And the children were unnecessarily creepy. Yeah. Why? Uh, the the Alison Brie's uh, husband, who she's divorcing, who, whatever, first meets Harper and is like, oh, little cocoa butter on your hands. Oh where's the hi where's the how are you no there's your hands suck no he uh, yes i thought he was going to be a very good character oh wait no it's because he it's never established but i think he sells because he's like oh i have a sell hand baskets yeah like potpourri and stuff like that however when allison brie is like oh this is and she's like struggling and he says oh abby nice to he does like he knows her name so i was like oh this guy's going to be good he immediately insults her. He's immediately like, you don't shake somebody's hand and be like, cocoa butter. You need to use some cocoa butter. I you mean, don't do that. If you're this character, that's not an insult. That's just you doing your business. 
No. You and your business would be like, oh, hey, your hands feel a little rough. You've been outside. I know it's cold and hands can be a little rough. I got some cocoa butter here from my wonderful gift basket. Hey, man, Corwin, okay. that's why we're not salesmen. You got to get straight to the point. No, he didn't even offer her any cocoa oh, butter. Oh, yeah, he, I guess like he should have said like, and I have some great ones. Yeah, never mind. And then we we like there we find out they're getting divorced because he's uh, making out with the girl in the closet and the woman Bree's like the woman in the closet and Allison Bree's like you promise not blah 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 and he's like sorry and it's like oh you couldn't just you couldn't wait five days yeah I got there's just unnecessary parts of their character he he was great in being like oh they're doing this again I wouldn't get involved like he was great for that but mm-hmm. like. The other snippets that they're adding to him didn't like. I'm like, no, 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 thanks. I have one more thing to talk about. I also, for that scene, uh, the mom comes in, doesn't acknowledge Abby, really. The dad comes in, is like, my perfect girl, blah, 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 blah. And then is like, oh, hello, Abby. The fuck? You're so dismissive. Dicks. You have a guest. A guest who you think is an orphan and you're like, we, oh, and we open our home to people in need, to those in need. What the fuck? Fuck off. I might I not, them. I might not I release so this much. episode. We are peeved. But let, let's get out on We're a happy note. Let's get out on a classic James This I'm Movie's Gay thing. They say, like, we get that one year later, and I go... One year gator. What what could that be? And I'm like, it's a one like, oh my god, this is a movie where, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for a child. Well, guess what? The character gets struck down with the one year gator. It's this cute little like uh obtrusive anthropomorphic gator that hangs around him for one year and it's like oh well why is he just hanging out with me and he's always like talking his ear off only in his head other people can't see it pushing things over all of this and then at James, the, i lost your plot at the <laughs> end of the year uh this this guy who's like oh I, I, my my spouse is gonna break up with me because she doesn't think i'm ready for anything one year gator looks up at him and he's like hey you handled me for a year you can have a child. And then he's like, James, I'm one lost. year gator. You're right. One year gator. And he's like, I have to go. And he's like, no, you still have so much more shit to break for me to be ready. He's like, no, man, you're ready. You are ready. And then we get a one year later from the one year gator. He has a kid. He's he's feeling great about himself. And then he looks up. No, he looks. It's in Florida. He looks into like the ocean and then he sees like a gator pop out. But it's one year gator and he winks at him and he's like, I this love is you. one of the tangents that I usually interrupt James on. And I've tried a couple times and he just keeps going. Uh, hi, Chaos Witch. Hey, He's what's up, Jordan? Parrot. Oh my god. Don't encourage him. Wait, what what do you say? Uh, he's a gator parent. Yeah. Janene said a few things that I don't know if I acknowledged or not, but let me do that now. I teared up when Dan Levy arrived at the door. That was a great moment where he's like, I tr- don't you get it? I track you. Oh, yes. I oh, everybody. love those. Love him showing up. Uh, he would absolutely save the day. Krista needs to hop in the car and go. She really did. Uh, honestly, I was discussing Harper's character. Uh, same. She treated Kristen like shit and everything ended up perfect. Shouldn't have. The security guard scene felt like it was from a whole different movie. It absolutely did. Was not the same movie. 
It was, it was, that was, that was another movie. Don't know what it is. And them not believing her that she didn't try to steal the necklace and treating her like she was a thief the whole time. What the fuck? When Kristen Stewart says like, hey, why don't you check the cameras? I thought the guy coming in was going to be their superior. And like what I thought he was going to be like, what? What are you doing? You can't hold her. We looked at the we looked at the film. It was the kids. Get her out of here. But that didn't happen. And I'm so glad that the kids fessed up in quotes. But they're like, can we get our stockings now? No. If you frame someone for theft. You don't get your stuff. And then we have a whole scene with the mom being like, I'm missing this. Oh I just want to know it's safe. I wanted the kids okay, to also have so that. So that thing happened in that exact scene happened in Shit's Creek with Moira being like, my earrings. It was a little cringy there, but Moira is a character and we could see it and it was funny. This, it was not. It was like, you are rude. You've got a guest who your daughter is vouching for, who hasn't had a problem with theft in the past or anything like that, and you're treating her like shit. I would love to hear, like, hey, the family was written this way, but then it's like, well, then why don't they get their comeuppance in the end? He wins. There's no comeuppance. He wins he the wins, mayor he, race. He wins, yeah, he wins the mayor race. I, okay. There's I, no comeuppance. There's one nothing. One last thing. I ha- we we <laughs> so have mad. to get out. We have to stop. We have but to stop. I have one last thing. This is a very nitpick thing. In the Instagram scroll that you see at the end, it's Kristen Stewart and Harper, and it's uh, like a ring picture, and they're hugging, and you can see the ring, the engagement ring, and it's hashtagged engagement, but it's spelled hashtag E-N hyphen G-A-Y hyphen, I think G-E-D. The hyphens break up the hashtag. It wouldn't, just just capitalize G-A-Y and people will know what it is. The hyphens break up a hashtag, unless it's changed since the last time I've tried to hashtag something. But I'm, I'm pretty sure someone tell me in the chat, actually don't, we don't have enough time. But that was my last we nitpick. We don't have the time. However, right. I do recommend this movie, Mary Holland, two thumbs up, including Lauren Lapkus in there as well. Just turn on the movie, don't watch it, turn it on in the background, or watch it if you want to yell at people. Um, and, uh, yeah, watch the movie, uh, thanks for being here, I'm gonna, uh, follow me, follow, yeah, follow me on this, on Twitch if you don't already, uh, twitch.tv slash corewinning, it's my name with ing at the end, follow James, mostly vegan sentai, follow our podcast, wherever podcasts can be found, James disappeared again, I do. Uh, Corwin, are you there? Um, I'm here. If you have any suggestions for future movies, let us know. Follow my theater company stuff. Uh, it's Saltbox Theater Collective. All of those things. Hey, guys. Check me out on Twitch and Nicole. Twitch.tv forward slash mostly speaking Sentai. It'll be in the, I think, in the description. Who knows? Go over to MLMPod.com to check out my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speaking Sentai. We just did our call-in show. It's great. Our Pissmas episode was very funny. And we're we're releasing some of the Patreon stuff in the free feed because I want to take a break. That stuff will be in the Mostly Speaking Sentai feed. If you're like, well, what's this p- Patreon all about? You'll be able to get uh, Talking About Beyblade and, and Engage with Nicolas Cage this week. Check out the other podcasts. Go over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. And speaking of that, let's give a big old shout out to our $10 patrons. We've got Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, Orion, 
Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes. Duo Grunfox, that's two grunt for the price of Fox. I messed it up. Tyler Wright and Elliot W. at Garlic Sunshine. And uh, listen to my music under Marsh Land Monster. Uh, and follow, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and all that, at Core Winning. And then follow me at MSS Pod on most stuff. Just search Mostly Speaking Sentai. That's where my eggnog or cold brew videos are going to be. Thank you guys for being here. I've been Corwin. And I've been James. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit MLMPod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today.